everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about quite a bit. We're going to be talking about run for the prize. Or, let me see, let me see, another one. Um, I'm still brainstorming. I'm almost done. Keep your eyes on the prize. This episode is for whoever seems like they're so discouraged by life and by the challenges and by everything they're facing. They're so discouraged that you've lost sight of the prize. And this episode is to remind you what the prize is about, to remind you what the end goal is, to remind you and to tell you that you have to keep on going and why you have to keep on going. So, yeah. Now, I want to, this, so two parts of my intro done. Last part, where life's at, even the wilderness, in brackets. Um, today, I'm recording the intro. I'm recording it on day five of the wilderness. Um, day five is Wednesday. I think today's the 10th of November. Um, but the wilderness is going great. It's going great. It's been a lot of, I think, a lot of the devil is tempted me to go down with the whole wilderness to stop or maybe to just break the fast before five or stuff like that but overall the wilderness is going great I, I, I like I got more time to study the Bible I'm definitely praying more and I'm definitely praying for you so so yeah I'm even praying for the podcast I'm praying for songwriting I'm praying for I'm praying for everything that God brings to my mind because that's what this is all about. Jesus fasted and prayed. And uh, there's this part of the Bible that says where Jesus was casting out a demon and his disciples could not cast it even in his name. And he said, some, some things only happen by prayer and fasting. The wilderness is not just prayer and fasting. It's also intercession. It's also a time to come close to God, to get closer and deeper with God. And uh, uh, and I'm gonna explain the rest. I'm gonna give you like little things all throughout the episode as to the wilderness. But this episode is for you. If you're feeling, if you're feeling like life is going great and you know where you're going that's great it's for you this will encourage you even more if you feel like you've lost purpose and you've lost your passion then this episode is going to empower you i mean that is that is i i said it with i said it like kind of like with a smile on my face empower you because this podcast is empowerment so let's get into it So I explained what the episode is about in the intro segment. And uh, first, I'm going to tell you the story of this episode. This episode, actually, the idea started yesterday, day four of wilderness. Um, I was recording another episode, which I hope will be out there soon. God said it will be out there soon. So, Okay. I was recording that episode and... Uh, my siblings were making noise in the background and I was so discouraged. It was like, it was like a blow to my heart. I was so, I got so, so discouraged that 
I got so discouraged about how not just that, but how the wilderness was going. It felt it felt like bleak days, bleak days, not not colorful days. I started believing the lies so much that they seemed like the truth. That my days, which were supposed to be filled with color, because I had started believing the lies of Satan, because he was tempting me to to just stop. The day started. The day started seeming bleak and not going anywhere. I forgot where I was going. And now, God needed to remind me where I was going. And uh, He reminded me in such a wonderful way. So I remember I was, I was recording on the bed, and uh, after that, I just stopped. I stopped the recording. He said, delete that. You're redoing the intro. So I had to redo it with passion because that's an ingredient in the whole thing. It adds to it. I had to redo it because he said to redo it. He told me to redo it. So I redid it, I redid it and uh, it was, I did it. I, it's, I still have that intro. I didn't delete the second one. But the point is, uh, before I recorded the second intro, I was just very sad and very miserable. I'd lost sight of where this whole 40 days was going, of where this the the episode that I was making was going I, I was being discouraged thinking was it is it even God who's leading me is God even with me and I got and I just got so discouraged so after that I I it was almost five almost time to eat so I was like okay at least now it's almost five almost time to drown my sorrows in food and uh, but then before that, as I was waiting for five, I saw a, not a notification pop up because I have notifications on for podcasts on Spotify. And uh, and God said I could listen to podcasts, but I had to make sure. So I asked God, can I listen to this podcast? It was a podcast by Joel Osteen. I think, it was, I think the title was How to Stay Positive or something or Having the Right Attitude. Yeah, that's that's possibly... That's most probably it. And uh, I asked God, I said, can I listen to that? And he said, sure, go ahead. In fact, I want you to listen to it. And I listened to it like halfway. I'm not lying. Halfway. And I was, and God was already speaking to me. And I was already encouraged. I already knew. I, I got that purpose again. I got that hope again. So I got up. I finished that and I re-recorded the, the intro segment and uh, that's where it is. And at night yesterday, I actually talked about that. I was so happy. I talked about that. I talked about going on, keeping on going on, like continuing to run, continuing to endure. And Jesus talked to me actually within the period before I recorded the second segment and the first the first intro and the second intro um, he talked to me he said that do you know why I endured the 40 days the the temptations during the 40 days and I said and I said why and he said it's because I is because I my reasons 
to not endure were less than my reasons for enduring. My reasons to endure and to keep on holding on and to resist were more than my reasons to not. And he spoke to me so much that I, a lot was needed to get me out of the drowning that I was in. I had started spiraling. I had started drowning. So to, today I want to speak to anyone who's feeling discouraged, who's lost their way, who's lost purpose. I mean, it may even be me listening to this, to this, but to anyone who's lost sight of the prize. This is what this episode is about. So first, let me grab my notebook and let me do this. We are your temple. You set us apart. Okay, here. So, 10 November, Wednesday, I wrote it in my notes book, where I write my notes, my Bible notes. So, today we're going to start in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, which says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance, make a note of that, the race that is set before us. So the reason he's saying therefore is because in the previous chapter, he named the heroes of faith, people who had great faith, people who had a hope beyond the, the present suffering, people whom he goes on to say that the world was not worthy of them the world was not worthy of them and uh, and now after the therefore he said let us he says let us lay aside which means to set aside or to throw away or to put away every weight everything weighing you down and the sin which so easily traps us and let us run the race Make a note of that. Set before us. The race set before us. With endurance. And endurance is the power to withstand hardship or stress. I got that from a dictionary on my phone called WordWeb. It's the power to withstand hardship or stress. My own definition, it's passion and determination. Actually, I got this from the Bible. It's passion and determination, active persistence from other versions, patience, it's perseverance. So we have to set aside everything that is in our way, everything that, we could, that could lead us to become entangled in sin. We have to stop whatever gets in the way of running this race set before us. Of running, we have a race to run. We have a purpose to accomplish. We have a kingdom to build. And we should set aside the weight that, that, that tries to, to pull us down. 
And so that, we so that we become discouraged and we become hopeless. And uh, this means that you need to look at your life and consider what is in your way. What do you need to take out in your life that might get in the way of your goal? What is it in your life that might get in the way of glorifying God? What is it? You need to find out what it is, the things that are, that get in the way of your purpose, that get in the way of your goal. You're headed somewhere. And that's to glorify God. That's to accomplish your purpose. What is it? And how do I take it out? Take it out of your life. Spirit will give you steps. So verse 2, looking away, and I put in brackets, from everything that might distract and looking unto Jesus. In fact, the TPT says, we look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus who birthed faith within, within us and leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand hand of the throne of God by Jesus oh that is so good this is so good looking away from the natural realm sometimes we can get distracted by our troubles we can get distracted by the things that are so bad and I'm not and I'm not when we're not minimizing these things but we shouldn't we should be careful that we don't exalt them either we should be careful that we don't exalt them either, but that in all situations that we have our eyes on the Jesus that is way bigger than whatever we're facing. Our eyes on the example of, of Jesus, our eyes on his example, the perfect example. The perfect example. And the Passion Translation says, his example is this. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits and ex now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Can you imagine Jesus? You are the son of God. John sets the th the, the the tone for us. He tells us that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with, was with God, and the Word was God. Through Him, everything was made. You are Jesus, and you're being tempted by a devil that you made. Come on. You are Jesus, and you're being resisted by a people you came to save. You're the Son of God. You've been whipped and flogged. You've been beaten behind human recognition, beyond human recognition. I mean, what is that? You're the son of God. Imagine the passion that he must have had. You're enduring all these things. He's enduring all these things because he knew that one day 
he was going to have you. And you would have the right to be called a child of God. And you would have the right to come to the throne with boldness and confidence. And you would have the right to be, to be the, to inherit of the great things that God has set apart for his saints. Because he knew that one day he had his eyes set on the prize. The NKJV says, uh, looking away unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. We need to look away from our troubles and look to Jesus and look at his example and look at what he did. Hebrews 10.35 says, Therefore do not cast aside your confidence, which is great reward. So the reason that I'm doing this is because sometimes we lose confidence, we lose our motivation. Sometimes we lose so we, we, we become short-sighted sometimes and we don't see beyond we don't see beyond the testings that we're going through we don't see beyond the fire that we're in we don't see beyond we're just seeing what's right in front of us the troubles and the trials and the everything that we're facing but this here is for us and this is a message for you do not Cast away your confidence, which has great reward. It has great reward. So we talked about looking away unto Jesus. And now I want us to turn to 1 Corinthians 9. And this is what 1 Corinthians 9 says. So I'm going to start at verse 16. And, and I'm going to give you like a short summary of what's before verse 16. And the whole point, the whole point. I'm going to give you the point of the whole chapter. So, go. For if I read, for if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of. For necessity it is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the, the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, I have been entrusted with a stewardship. What is my reward then? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge that, in, that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. And to the Jews, I became as a Jew that I might win Jews. And to those who are under the law, as under the law that I might win those who are under the law. But to those who are without the law, as without the law, not being without law toward God, but under law toward Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. And I've become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be a partaker of it with you. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way you, that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a, per, an, a perishable crown, but we an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, 
not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I should become disqualified. That was quite a handful. But what all that is saying. So here, I'm going to tell you what the whole chapter is about. So before the chapter starts, he's speaking about something. He's speaking about, should we eat meat or not? I think that question was asked before. And this 1 Corinthians is not the first letter that he wrote to the Corinthians. Um, he wrote a letter to them. And they wrote back. And I guess one of the things that they asked was, should, should we eat meat or not because of this and that? And uh, he said that if your conscience is clear, do go ahead. If it's not, then don't. So after that, he goes on to say, to talk about the things that he has a right to, to do as an apostle. He talks about these things. He goes on to talk about them in depth. And he goes on to say, to, to say that he does not do them so that he might not hinder the gospel of Christ. And he continues to explain why he doesn't do them. And uh, that's what I just read to you from verse 16. But verse 16 is not what we're focusing on. We're focusing on verse 24, 25, 26, and 27. And this is what is being spoken in verse 24 to 27. So this is what he says. Do, not, do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. For me, the first times when I read that, I thought, I got confused. I was like, so... Is he saying to be competitive? Because that would be very controversial to the message of the gospel. But no, I'm going to explain to you what that means in a short while. Verse 25, in fact, explains what that means. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a, a perishable crown, but we do, but we do it for an imperishable crown. I'm going to read it to you. In the TPT. This is what it says in the Passion Translation. Yet each one of you must run the race to be victorious. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect, practicing constant self-control in order to win, to win a laurel wreath. And uh, the NKJV calls it a perishable crown. Make a note of that, the word crown. But we run our race to win a victor's crown that will last forever. So what is this crown that is being talked of? And I'm going to just read to you some references of the crown in the Bible. There's James 1, chap James 1 verse 12, which says, For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Revelations, Revelation 2.10 says to the angel, is saying to the angel, messenger of the church in Smyrna, and you will have tribulations, ten days. Be faithful until death, 
and I will give you the crown of life. So he goes on, he continues back to 1 Corinthians 9. For this reason, I don't run for I don't run or for exercise or box like one throwing aimless punches. But I train, I put myself like a champion athlete. I subdue my body and get it under control. That is a reference. That is a reference to Hebrews 12 when it relates to that. I subdue my body and get it under control so that after preaching the good news, I myself won't become disqualified. Make a note of that. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 12 to 15 says, Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, for each one's work will become clear for the day, referring to the day of judgment, will declare it because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it indoors, he will become he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so through fire. So I'm gonna read to you what I wrote the notes regarding this whole thing, right? In my in my journal, in my notes book. Here still to the church in Corinth, he's speaking of building, of building and builders. He refers to himself as a builder and us as builders, but also as a building, God's building. I want to show you here where the whole thing is going. So the gold, silver, and precious stones represent the work that will stand the test of fire on the day of judgment. And wood, hay, and straw represent dead works which will be burned up. So on the judgment day, we will be crowned. And because we want the prize, we build on Christ, the foundation. Because of that, we run as if we were competing for one prize. For this reason, we endure temptation. For this reason, we build and watch out carefully that our works are works are good works in the best motives with the best intentions this is the reason we keep on going on because there is a prize a great prize set aside for us that's the reason that's the reason Paul tells us to run as if there's only one prize because we to run in such a way that's the reason he tells us to build with gold silver and precious stones because if we do it with the best intentions and with the best motives and we don't lose and we don't lose our confidence we surely will get the reward there is confidence there is a reward in our confidence and we and if we keep on going and if we do not cast aside our confidence and if we keep on if we if we keep our eyes on the prize we surely will get this great reward that so many sacrificed their lives for. The heroes of faith in Hebrews 11, they sacrificed their life for this great reward. Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter 
refusing to suffer the pleasures of a sinful life, but instead to suffer with God's people as if following the one who was, as if seeing him, the one who was invisible. These are people who walked by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We go because we have our eyes on Jesus. I did an episode, I don't know when, but it was the theme, the theme was Peter and Jesus on the water. And Peter lost his eyes. He moved his eyes from Jesus to the storms. And he started drowning. And that was the case of my soul. That was how my soul was. And that was how I had started drowning yesterday too. But here, this episode is to encourage you, to tell you, keep on going. Because there is a great prize set aside for you. If you do not cast aside your confidence, if you do not, if you keep on doing it in the best motives, if you keep on serving, if you keep on seeking, surely you will find. If you keep on going, surely you will get there. That's what God promises to you. And there is a great reward, a great reward laid for those, for those that love him. The crown of life, which we read about in James, which we read about in Revelations, the crown of life. How great must this crown be that Jesus promises it to us? Surely it is beyond our understanding at the moment. This is a great, this is a great, reward it is the reward that we live it is the reward that we live for so let me continue now let's go back to hebrews 12 i'm going to read to you this time out of the passion translation which says so consider careful carefully how jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who opposed i put in brackets the salvation of their own souls so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. The NKJV says, lest you become lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. And I'm going to read to you the last part. You have not yet struggled to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. That's why you need to keep on going. You need to consider Jesus because what he faced, the, the suffering that he went through, he, he, he literally carried the burdens of the whole world on his shoulders, literally. You have not suffered to the point of death. You have not suffered to the point of death, I'm telling you. So I'm going to make a few points so that you can go with these and walk with these. So the points that I made in here are cast aside whatever's in your way. That's point one. Point two is run with endurance. Endurance is persistence. Run with endurance, persistence, the race. Third point is look away. Look away. Because if you look to the side, you're going to crash. I heard someone say that on the Rick Warren's podcast. 
If you look to the side, you're going to crash. If you look away from Jesus, you'll drown like Peter. Point four is look to Jesus. He, he had his eyes on the prize. He is the author. He is the foundation of our whole faith. He is our best example. He overcame. Point number five is run for the prize. Be focused on the prize like Jesus was focused on the prize of what it would be like after he died. Don't be like a boxer beating the wind. Be focused. Don't be like a boxer beating the wind. So you need to determine what is it, how can I strategically say that this is, this is my goal and what is the strategy? Paul, Paul told, us, told us his strategy and his strategy was this, that he did not take advantage of his rights as an apostle so that he would not hinder the gospel. And I'm going to tell you my strategy is this, that I'm going to push myself to the limit, even my body to the limit, to the point for the sake of Christ I will endure all things. That is my strategy. I'm going to use my voice and make podcasts even until I run out of a voice. I'm going to keep on writing songs so much that I get a headache from thinking. Because when we suffer for Christ, we never suffer in vain. The crown is given to those who are faithful. You need to remain faithful and suffer and endure all these things. Yesterday when I was almost overwhelmed and I got almost, uh, I, I was becoming anxious and depressed, Jesus told me to keep my eyes on the prize. To keep my eyes on the prize. And I had lost sight of the prize. Maybe you've lost sight of the prize. And you need to be reminded that there is still a heaven. There's still mansions in heaven. There's still a crown of life which he promised. These rewards may, may, may not be, our small, feeble human minds may not understand them now. But one day in heaven, it's all going to be clear. It's all going to be in plain sight. No suffering in Christ is ever worthless. And this is my last point. Consider you haven't suffered like Jesus did. You haven't suffered like Jesus did. You haven't suffered like the apostles did. You haven't suffered like the heroes of faith in Hebrews 11. Do you know the things that they went through? They went through so much more than you and I. Yet they made it. And now they're in glory. Now they're in glory. I want to tell you, keep on going. 
don't stop running. If a runner stopped running when his body became tired, he would never break a record. He would never, he would never be first. If a boxer stopped boxing when he got tired, he would never win the match. If you stop now, now that you've come so far, you're not going to make it. So don't stop. Keep on going because you've come too far to quit. You've given up on too many things to hold on to this one thing. You've stopped too many things for you to hold on to this one thing. You've come too far to quit. Keep on going. Don't let the devil discourage you. Because when he's tempting you to be discouraged, then you, know, then you know that you're doing something well that he doesn't like. Keep on going. That's it for now. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I made it with my whole heart. And uh, even, uh, even, like, even the mistakes inside of it, even the mispronunciations and everything else, um, all of it, it's all with my heart. And the reason that I keep on going is for your sakes. The reason that I keep on going is for the reward of your life being changed. The reason that I speak of my struggles is so that you from my, from my struggles can have victories. The reasons I speak, the reason I speak of my walks with God is so that you can experience Him personally. That's why I keep on going. That's the prize. I do it for you. I do it for God. I do it for you, for the person listening years from now. I do it for, for someone who's going through way worse than I am. That's why I keep on going. Because I have not suffered unto death. I keep on going because I can, and I keep on going because I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. So I hope this episode spoke to you. It spoke to me. God really spoke to me, and it really got me up. Like, I'm up, and I'm not going down. I'm up. And I hope you're up as well. I hope you are ready to continue doing whatever it is that God is calling you to do, whatever it is that God is telling you to do, don't stop. Whatever it is, just keep on going. Because if you stop, you're going to run out of momentum. Don't stop because you've come too far. And if you stop, you're going to run out of momentum and the gravity is going to drag you back down. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I want to tell you about the upcoming episodes. Um, there is your word, there is dealing with depression, there is identity, which all that remains is, la is two segments, the last part and the outro. There is, yeah, and there is also an episode that I'm thinking of, it's about prayer. I'm thinking of calling it, teach us to pray. I'm going to put quotes on the title 
when the disciples asked Jesus to pray, teach us to pray. The Lord's Prayer. It's about prayer. And I want to tell you about some of my works in progress. Um, I'm going to be honest. Yesterday I didn't work much on song, but on day three I worked on song, on songs a lot on day three. I, I did a lot of song, but not to say that I wrote a lot of words in songwriting. The thing about songwriting is I, is God, I know God is saying, go ahead, go write the songs, but I, don't, but I also don't want to rush it. I want to let the spirit, the anointing, the creativity flow. But I also know there is a demand for it. I also know there is a need for it. And I also know that I need to finish it. So I need to keep the balance between uh, letting the creativity flow and uh, letting the anointing flow, or whatever you choose to call it, and letting and, and also getting it right on time and not delaying too much. But right now, my favorite song, I'm not going to lie to you, it's a song that I'm working on. It's, what is it called again? Oh, oh man, how can it be my favorite song? And I, and I, don't, even remember, I don't even remember the name. The name is a present song right now. It speaks to me so much. And when it comes out, somehow, God will show me, somehow it's going to come out, somehow it's going to be on all the listening platforms somehow and you're gonna get to hear it and be touched by it so I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope I hope you apply these keys to your life as soon as now because if you don't the devil will steal the seed so from me for now bye bye see you later